Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's not uh, let's not push that too far. Is that what she said? Yeah. Yeah. Said so that and a bunch of other things. It's good being married. <laughs> what? It's good. It's good to be married. Right. Yep. Is, is this normal? I don't no idea what's happening right now. I just feel like it connected to what we were saying about pushing it too far, and that's what she said. Mind Gap Podcast. Guys, welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we have a second part great guest. I'm speaking like an idiot right now. My brother is here, David Cockrell. Hey! He's, hello, hello, hello. he's here for part two, and we're so happy to have him back again. It's been so it's long. It's been a long time. The return of the Cochrane. The return. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to cut that short. <laughs> so keep, so like, much has happened since the last time I was here. I know. It's been. It's been I was a POW for a while. And I know. Right, Mercenary yeah. for hire. It was crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So, Dave, um, you have interesting thoughts about movies. Yes, I like to think I do. Specifically speaking, we've had many a long conversation about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've. Doug has been prepping, prepping me on on the possibility of this topic coming up, and I'm actually yes. very interested in this. So, a long time ago, I don't know if you remember this. Excuse me. <clears throat> um, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, you had talked to me about how you thought Obi Wan and Yoda, well. I think I oversold it. To, I said that your thought was that they were the villains. They're not necessarily the villains, but they are the biggest assholes in the original Oh, trilogy. hands down. The, the biggest assholes. Well, you can go back to the prequels. Um, Yoda has the opportunity to end everything. We'll go, I'll go to each, each one. So Yoda could have killed the Emperor, and you know he gets roughed up in round one and just says, yeah, screw it, and just leaves. <laughs> he doesn't just leave. He just leaves everybody and says, yeah, screw it, you guys figure it out. And I'm like, you started this crap, and he just walked away. And then Obi-Wan... So let's say Justin and I let's say we're best buddies and we get along. We're mortal enemies in real life, um, <laughs> but we have this climactic fight. Right you know, we're we're force fighting, and then uh, you know uh, I cut your arms and legs off, and then I set you on fire, and I just leave you. I don't kill you or finish you off. I just let you burn, and you're supposed to be my best friend. That's pretty hardcore. Mm. And uh, so that was the prequel. So right off the bat, those guys are two huge assholes in my opinion. And there's another question. I remember you posed this at one point in time. How come uh, Obi Wan and, and Yoda don't go? To one of them, both at, at the same time, like two on one. Why do they split? Up? I would say that's called bad writing. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what I think. But um, because hey guys, we got to push the story along somehow. We've got to have that Obi Wan fighting Anakin. We, can't we had to have well, no. What it was was we had to have one, two, and three. Yes, which should not have happened. Someone should explain to me how the Emperor was able to get from Coruscant to that fire planet in two seconds because that seems to solve most of the hyperspace. Their logistical problems in the movie is because there would never be a rebellion if he can just teleport to where Vader's at at any given time. That's true. He gets there insanely fast. Like Voldemort? Fast. I think that's called... Not unlike Voldemort. Bad writing. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the I mean, I, I'm going to play Justin's role here. Uh -oh. A little devil's advocate. Maybe Coruscant's just close to that hellfire planet. So, you're suggesting they hid all the rebels, or all the, what is it called? What the, the separatists. Bad? The separatists, uh, basically, down the street. Best the, from, best place to hide something's in plain sight from right. from Coruscant. Yeah, right. So they have a highly volatile lava planet right next to it. Yeah, yeah, hey man. They didn't yeah. create the universe. Lucas did. God did. Which is Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> Big white beard. Yeah. 
<laughs> so if you were a separatist, though, and uh, this creepy guy who every advice he's given you has resulted in you losing, because they never won the entire prequel, just got their butt kicked. Yeah. And then he says, hey, you should all go to this planet right here all as a group and just sit there. Wouldn't, wouldn't some part of you be like, this might be a trap? Yeah. I mean, I'd probably be concerned. Yeah, 100% agree. I might be like, this guy has never given us advice at all. And why do they even listen to him? They never established, like, why. I mean, they want lower taxes. Is he, like... <laughs> That's really what the, this is, is about. Is he the Donald Trump of, of the uh, Star Wars universe? He's just like, God, if you... just makes me sad to think so, about the, the, yeah. the sociopolitical bullshit that went on in those movies. It was about like, taxes. It was about taxes. They rebelled because they felt like they were getting taxed too high. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I can, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I did not pay close, near close enough attention You're a better to person. 1, 2, and You're, 3. Because all, all I honestly could not have told you the motivation of any character, let alone the names of any characters, from 1, 2, and 3. Like I, I truly, I watched them and I just said, "Oh, special effects, that's cool." Yeah, that's li- literally. I think that's what they were going what I, for. What I got out of oh, them. definitely, we got special effects, guys. Oh, yeah. We got it out the wazoo. Well, in the beginning, even the very, very beginning of episode one, which I don't know if I can talk about this too long without having a brain aneurysm, but uh, when they had the Jedi on there for the little trade thing, why did they try to kill the Jedi? Just let them leave. Right. There's no upside to trying to kill them. They gain nothing from doing that. They're there to negotiate some trade. I fell asleep when I saw that description, but yeah, just let them leave. Well, not only that, it's like, yeah, when the guys just, I, I feel like Justin should do the impression of the Trade Federation guys. You mean the incredibly uh, racist interpretation of, everybody in that movie is racist. Right? Oh, it's incredible, isn't it? I mean, yeah. that, that, that is one it's thing that I was able level. to take. It really is. It is. <laughs> I mean. Yes. Where they basically were like, oh, wait, I didn't realize the uh, negotiators were Jedi. Murder them. Well, like, once again, that was my red flag. If I was working for the evil guy in the cloak, I'd be like, "Why would I kill the? Je- this guy's an idiot." Yeah, because that's right. Because they get they get uh, Palpatine tells them to just kill, kill them. them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, "Wait, wait!" No hold. one raises their hand in the back and goes, uh, "Excuse me." And not uh, only that, Emperor? so if I'm going to kill them and I flood the room with poison gas, I'm going to let it sit for 15, 20 minutes. I'm not going to be like, "Yeah, it's been a minute. Let's let's just yeah, take a peek." Right? Yeah, exactly. You released the strong gas, didn't you? Good. <laughs> right, okay, a minute should do. Open that the doors. Do Open the doors. Send the destruction robots in there you know. <laughs> yeah like yeah actually i probably just would have left it there for a day like 24 hours we're gonna leave that room just fully full of gas or blow them up i don't yeah. know do anything <laughs> or just not kill them because yeah. they're gonna be like yeah we don't agree to your terms yeah send exactly. us a better offer and then leave yeah because what i don't know if they killed them what was he gonna be like ha now we're gonna get our lower taxes yeah because I mean, right because guess what <laughs> someone's gonna be like hey what happened to obi-wan and uh, qui-gon Anyone, uh, anyone heard from them? Uh, they a vacation. They left. It's like, okay, something fishy is going to go on. Guess what? They're probably, if you kill those Jedi, you're just going to bring out an actual... And maybe that's what he wanted. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got so many questions. Want to like, actually start start the war? Yeah, like, exactly. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. But and I, the, Yeah. And it would stop probably... Everything would pretty much be taken care of like super quickly at that point in time. Because they're like, nuke the Trade Federation because they killed Jedi. There's so many things in those movies where I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. I mean... Qui-Gon might be a bigger dickhead than Obi-Wan because he starts a war with those fish people Yeah, by using his force powers. He's yeah. like, you will become... I mean, it was basically a good example of American foreign policy in the 70s and 80s. I mean, it really was. Where he's just like, hey, you're going to go fight these robots and die for me. And it's yeah. like, why would they care? They live in the water. It's not yeah. like the robots are going to go underwater and well, submarines well, Dave, and conquer they, them. The, the, the Nabooians, if you will, and the, the fish people, they have a symbiotic relationship. What happens mm-hmm. to one happens to the other. Surely you must know this. I'm going to hit you. It's called an ecosystem. <laughs> That's an actual line from the movie. Bad writing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but in the, in the original trilogy... Uh, the fact that they try to get Luke to kill his dad without telling him, and then they don't go with him, 
That's pretty douchey. That's the ultimate. But they weren't going to tell him. Right. They actually wanted a guy to murder his dad, and they're supposed to be the good guys. And that's I don't know. They lie to him. They're dishonest to him. I mean, they, they don't tell him about his sister. I mean, I think they're bastards, man. I really do. Here's what I brought up to Doug with that, and this is just this is again me playing devil's advocate. And you could one could argue that Vader is not his father. His father is gone. His father was killed many years ago. That is the line that uh, Yoda feeds him, or Obi-Wan feeds him. He's more a machine Vader. now than man. That doesn't justify straight up as killing your dad. <laughs> that knowing. It's not I mean, I could argue that. that, you know, you could argue that Jubilee has useful powers. But that, <laughs> right. would, that would be wrong. You can absolutely <laughs> argue it, and you can make a valid argument for it. <clears throat> I want to take a few minutes here, and I want to dive into that. I want to... Justin... How about we don't? No, How about no. we stay on, <laughs> stay on target? Stay on target. Stay on target. No, so I want to... I wanna, what is your argument for Jubilee again? Oh, I forget. Christ. I forget what it is. You say because she can she shoots out plasmoids from her hands. Is that She's what it useful is? on the Fourth of July every year because then you know she would be useful because then you wouldn't have to buy fireworks. So she, you don't have to make the trip over the border to Indiana to get your fireworks. <laughs> you can just have Jubilee show up for a small fee. Yeah, right. For five hundred bucks, she just like she's the money maker of the X Men. Obviously, yeah, like twenty minute light shows. Just she boom, does boom, 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 bar boom. and bat mitzvahs. There you go. right. I mean, you know. She's. Where do you think the socks? When the socks win, who do you think standing behind the billboard Jubilee. is doing this thing? She could do the Super Bowl halftime Dude, show. There you go. She's see? permanently down at Disney World all the time doing all the fireworks. Let's shows. see fucking Phoenix do that. Right. Thank yep. you. Come on, Phoenix. I don't. It's been so long since we had the debate. I can't remember my points. I'll look it back we'll, up. We'll, we'll rehash it again. We, like, we can go back to Star Wars. <laughs> okay. I was like, what I other questions re- did you have, Doug? So you. So you thought uh, um, Obi Wan and Yoda were assholes? Yes. And. Um, they ultimately, and it's it's predicated on the fact that they're telling Luke to go murder his father without. Telling they're just him. they're not honest with him. They're supposed to be mm-hmm. the examples by which Luke's supposed to learn about the light side of the Force and all this. And their whole teachings come from a place of dishonesty. Sure. Mm, Absolutely. Dark. Actually, that's interesting. And yeah. so, to me, they're supposed to be these pure, you know, good guys, and yet they're just lying. Hey, man, me. there's not that many Jedi left. You gotta make you gotta make uh, some sacrifices. Then know? they shouldn't have portrayed them that way. That was my the whole problem. And I, just, I just feel like, do the ends justify the means? Had Luke killed Vader? Would have all and not told him. Did, did you think they were playing it that way? Oh no, you're giving them what you're giving Voldemort level credit here. So they <laughs> they planned all this crap out. No, they uh, what happened was, and I will say this: Luke was actually well done. They did a great job with Luke, and, and in the original trilogy they did a great job with Vader. It turned out that the power of the father son relationship was stronger than bad writing and bad characters. I mean, really, it was. I mean, that was the most compelling part of that was that they they cared about each other enough that they were able to overcome even the Force, really. Yeah, and they were able to. And that, that that to me is what I liked about it as a kid. You know, love overcomes the. Force. It did, and it did. Like their relationship was stronger than light, dark side, and all that stuff. That at the end of the day, you know, is cool. But that's what made. And that's what was missing so much from the prequels was any sure. real soul. And that's why I'm hoping or the good new, writing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping the new trilogy. Like, and they probably don't, but they got to realize that that's what made the original trilogy so compelling was the character relationships. Yeah. So I'm sure they'll have cool lightsaber fights. I'm sure the special effects will be great, but. If I don't care about any of these characters, I'll, I'll come out raging like I always do. Do you think that that, that really is a possibility for for this? It's got to be. It's got to be better than the, the prequels. I mean, I, think. I was going to say it. I I would assume. I mean, Abrams has a pretty solid. He is track the best. Record. He's the best. He'll make a B plus movie every time. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily make A level movies, but he never makes one that's just god awful. Yeah. And he obviously enjoys Star Wars and is passionate about the source material. So I, I don't think it'll be bad. I just. 
you know, I, I, I wish, I hope they don't turn it into the, oh, here's Lando, wink, wink, you know. Yeah, yeah. Here's a throwback. I mean, I hate it when they do that stuff. Just tell me new stories, new characters. Well, that's what the, why I'm so pissed about the anthologies, because the anthologies are, oh, oh the it's Rogue One, where the rebels go and steal the plans for the Death Star. It's Pre- like, prequels just don't work, really, in that medium. I mean, because you know how everything's going to turn out. It takes away all literary suspense. Well, right? Doug has prequels have, don't work in any medium. Have, like, haven't we had this discussion, yeah, Justin, d- multiple times about yeah, how much I'm, I hate prequels? I'm still trying to find a valid prequel. People will sometimes try to say Godfather Part Two, but that's oh. not a, that's not a full prequel. Hey, if my buddy, oh, yeah. if my buddy Drew's listening, he gave that argument to me the other day, and uh, he was like Godfather Part Two, and I was like, "You son of a bitch!" So it's not technically a true prequel. It's a me. sequel prequel, and yeah. so yeah, we decided we couldn't ha- we couldn't do that one. But he was right. If you count that as a that's about the only one that works. <coughs> yeah, because every other one that you do is complete and utter garbage. When you have to go to one of the greatest movies of all time is your thing. That's all you got. Right? That's that's, <laughs> well, that's the only one that comes to that's mind. That's my trump card. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. no, that's because Rogue One. We know what happens. They steal the plans. Um, they blow up the Death Star twice, and that group of people probably dies in the process of stealing the plans. Where all of it's sucked out of it for me. Right. Just like, hey, we're gonna do a young Han Solo. Oh god. It's like I don't need to see a young right. Han Solo. Well, like you've been saying for for years now, ever yeah. since I've known you, is that look, we we know these people exist in this universe. That's great. It's a whole fucking universe. Yeah. Open it up. Sure. Go to the other side of the universe and tell me what they're doing over there. Yeah. Show something me something they're doing has to have some impacts on the the overall sure. grand scheme of the universe. Or you, like, could, you could do self contained stories. I, I think right. that comic movies are able to do that in the sense that you just want to see a comic movie so you can have like. A revenge thriller that happens to have superheroes. You can do the same thing Throw with Star Wars. Throw the genres in there with it. I yeah. would love to see a genre movie in the Star Wars universe. You mm-hmm. know, Marvel's done that recently with yeah. the political thriller with Winter Soldier, the heist movie with Ant Man. Like you can make it happen, and I would love the to Avengers see that. type movie with Avengers too. Exactly right. right? <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things where I'm like, I would love to see a horror movie in the Star Wars universe. Oh my god, just the amount. I of thought you said you want to see horrors. In I want to see. Like, he wants a hardcore Star Wars porn. It's is what called he wants. the internet. You could probably <laughs> yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I feel like with the anthologies, they could do so much more. There's so many places we can go, not Tatooine. And, um, Gosh, they're see. always there. <laughs> there must be some huge tax break on whatever <laughs> location they use. That's what they keep using. It, like, it is cheap. It's cheap. Well, it's cheap to go to the desert because really, who owns the desert? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, nobody. We can shoot out there for, you know. But that characterization problem is, is partly what I'm worried about in the new uh, Dawn yeah. of Justice movie with Batman and all them. Is yeah. I'm worried that they're going to focus so I mean, I think it's going to look awesome. I bet it'll be oh, awesome. Yeah. But I'm going to be like, and I don't care about any of these characters. Yeah. That, I think that's the, that's the hardest part with any of the, the movies, especially when you're packing in <clears throat> like superstar act, like the high level. A, high-level characters, and then also high-level like, A-list actors when you're just trying to pack those into the movie. like it's, You do lose that, which is which is where a lot of independent films, not to sound like a, a fucking hipster or anything, but like a lot of the indie films, that's where they don't get to have that, so they get to focus on the... Well, they have, you know, that's the, the only thing they can focus is this, on. ...is the character development, well, which is... Which, yeah. So it's nice when a movie tries to finally bridge that gap between those two, and it's so rare that you get that, though. Well, that's what was great about the original Star Wars films is no one knew who these guys were, these right. actors were. exactly. They, they, they're they're kind of doing that with a new one a little bit. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, which yeah, is they, good. I yeah. think that was smart. Or even the movie District 9 is a great one. Don't know a single person in that movie right. except for Charlton Copley, who eventually became big from that. But when I was watching that movie, I was like, I don't know who these actors are, but this is a really cool idea, and it's really fun to see this get fleshed out. Yeah, absolutely. And I love seeing that sort of stuff, and I'm like, we can do that with these. But at the same time, I understand the business end of it. It's like, 
what's riskier than going, hey, let's try to create new characters in this universe where we already know there's a huge fan base for the Han Solos, for the Luke Skywalkers, right, right. for the stuff. With the anthology, it's like, let's not take risks. Let's just cash in on this shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's the stuff I just that expected more at Disney because they've done such a good job with Marvel yeah. in terms of taking unknown characters and making them viable to the public. 100% agree. And you could totally do that with... You could they totally need to make Seven Samurai, mm-hmm. but with Jedi. That's what they should totally do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, I would love to see... Um, an R-rated Star Wars movie, which will never happen. Oh, it's but never going to happen. But I would just, toys. just just imagine if, like, you know, you saw the horrors of a war into the Star Wars universe. That'd be fantastic. I mean, that would hands down. What would be awesome is if they did one of the uh, anthology ones as an R-rated one. Like, that would be fantastic. Exactly. Never happened. No, it never. won't. But, yeah. But, like, yeah. I could, if, if we were going to see one, I feel like that would be the only the only yeah. legitimate place we would it would show up. Or if somehow we could go back and remake, like, the trilogy uh, the original or the uh, episodes one through three, but like the third episode is R-rated because you see Anakin just go fucking bonkers. And right. Turn to well, they should have. They had an opportunity to actually focus on the cost of war uh, in that one. Actually, show like what happened, and that would have made Anakin's transition a lot more believable. You had an amazing sort of story that you were telling me about what you would have done. I'm just a dude. I, I would have started the whole thing off with them as adults. I would have skipped the whole kid part, and yeah. I would have had it be Anakin. No Padres. Uh, no, no. What? Um, uh, but I would have had Anakin saving uh, Obi-Wan right at the beginning of the first episode, and he would have not necessarily been bad, but he would have used powers a little question, like maybe got a guy to kill himself, okay. maybe got a guy to like shoot another guy, and he cut all these corners to save Obi-Wan, and because there's so few Jedi, that whole first trilogy is just basically Anakin basically walks the dark side to help everybody and sees the inefficiency of like the Republic, and I think that would have been... Now, they wouldn't have sold as many toys, but I would have loved it. Because yeah, then when Anakin yeah. finally turns, he's not turning for whatever weird, vapid reasons there was. Um, bad writing again. But uh, <laughs> it would have been, it would have been, he disagrees philosophically with what the Republic was doing and saw, seeing the destruction of war, all the casualties and all the socio-political problems that that civil war had, he would have been like, you know what, I can't trust democracy. I'm going to take charge of the emperor. It would make more sense for him to be like, we need to end this war now. And the only way to do that is we have to slaughter these people and it's going to suck. But in the meantime, we're going to stop this war from going on. Greater for, good. Because that's how he was portrayed in the original trilogy. I mean, he even says that to Luke, you know, he's yeah. like, you know, we're going to bring. He actually seems like he believes in extreme justice. You know, he's basically exactly. a punisher. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I think uh, that would have been. I think that would have been cool. And if you could have shown, like, you know, Obi Wan's like, yeah, you really shouldn't do that. That's that's really not the way you're supposed to. And then you're, the slow, you're walking a weird line, the slow here. transition. But put him in situations where it would make him sympathetic. Like, well, if he doesn't do this, maybe he like uses his mind to crash a guy in a, a jet. Right. And Obi Wan's like, what are you doing? He's like, well, that guy would have died if I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. And it would have made the whole light dark side a little more compelling. Like, interesting to me to be like, wow, it's not completely because they make it really cookie cutter. Like, they do. Like this either guy's, a good guy or bad yeah, guy. But Anakin's yeah. like the one who's like, you know, I want to save people. I'll do whatever it takes. I know that, but the frustration that comes along with that, that which kind of fuels that dark side that Palpatine could also like work with more, where he's just like, you know, Anakin goes and confides him. He's like, I'm frustrated because yeah, I know the exactly. route that we have to take, but we can't get there because we have all these bureaucrats. We got rules. We got red we tape. All this sort of all this, stuff. Yeah. And he's like, we, we these people are suffering because of what's in place. Here. And so you can show suffering by you know have you know see the cost of the war, you know economically and like what it did to the people. And exactly. that's not a, that's not a Star Wars movie that those guys want to make. But I would have been like, you had a huge opportunity. It'd be amazing. It would have been fan- absolutely fantastic. It would have been yeah. amazing to see, like because you know, Anakin goes to he tries to get to a place for some reason. He's, he shows up in time. And there's just the the wreckage of right. the war, right? And it's not robots. It's poverty. It's it's it's, 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 it's that's destruction. You it's, see yeah. what's left of some towns that are left over, and you know, just Everyone's, families. Well, yeah. shanties and leaves. Yeah, if, if you want to do like the flashback to him being kind of like an outcast or whatever as a child, and you see him looking on like Build a place his where there's yeah. there's a child that's 
he has no parents now because the place is ruined and destroyed from the war, and that affects him where he's like, I have to stop And this. that would explain why they went the clone route, too. You could have went that and been like, we're losing soldiers right and left, and we'll, we'll do clones, and right. that'd be their political thing. Exactly. It's clones. It's whatever. These guys are disposable. It's not that big of a deal, yeah. and we can make that happen. And I would love to see, and I think you had talked about this, like the moment where he turns into Darth Vader is the moment where like Rebels – or whatever, or the, the separatists are attacking in mm-hmm. Coruscant and stuff, and he basically comes, he, like, jumps down yep. from, like, a, a glider or whatever and comes down. He basically, at that point, has become Darth Vader. And I want, holding... just, I want him to end, I would have him end the war right there, basically. Like, he just throws down, kills everybody on both sides. And he just basically like, says, yeah. kneel down, surrender, or yep. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And people don't do it, and he just ruthlessly murders them, runs into another group. He's like, kneel, or I'm going to kill you. And then people start... And during right. that, when that's all going on, you can have Obi-Wan come up then and be like, hey, you can't do this, and right. then have the fight. Because I do think those two need to fight. Sure. Oh, it needs to come out. Absolutely. And at that yeah. point, it's not, you know, he's not a whiny kid who's upset about his girlfriend. It's like, they just disagree philosophically. It's yeah. an ideal, ideological thing which fuels them. But I, right. you got to somehow weave the dark side into it, because I, I want to keep that aspect of sure. Anakin being seduced by that mm-hmm. for yeah. good reasons, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, he, he had the best intentions. It, it was the idea that I... I want to save the Republic. I want to save these people. I want to save lives. And I'm willing to do what it takes to do that. But Obi-Wan has failed to show him, like, this is not the right way to do it. Right. And not only that, by that also would, would really empower, I think, Obi-Wan even more, too. And, it, and I, I'm not going to rip on Hayden Christensen, but that would require a totally different type of actor, too. Yeah. You'd have to pick someone who, like, almost like a Tom Hardy type guy. Someone, I was going to say, if you had to cast that role to yeah. do that story we you just did to, right now, who would you do? You'd have to do someone like Tom Hardy that has that range. If mm-hmm. he's able to, uh, I don't know, kind of... Be a little dark, but also be heroic at the same time. And, I, and maybe it's because I just watched Mad Max recently. I think, <laughs> I, mean, I think that, I mean, that type of actor, you know, would be ideal what you want. But, I yeah. mean, that's that's the stuff that I yeah. hope in the new trilogy. I hope they realize that. And we've always said this. It doesn't matter what universe you're doing, what genre. If you have a good story yeah. with compelling characters and things to talk about, your movie will be good. I mean, Marvel's done that with some of the most ridiculous properties I've ever seen. They pulled oh, the, sure. Guardians of the Galaxy should not have been good, and it was. <laughs> and it was fantastic, yeah. And that's because I like the characters, and I like the story. And so I think uh, sometimes they get caught up, and I, I, I'm not trying to rip my friend Jewel here this podcast and be furious, but I really worry about that with some of the DC movies, that they're like, oh, people like the explosions, and they like all that stuff. And I do like that, but at the same time, you know, i got to care about the characters. You know who else likes explosions? Michael Bay. Yeah, yeah. He loves those explosions, and I gotta say, most of his stories not very good. That that's not what good. I mean. Everything movie that we ever talked about, we really like, always had a compelling story or conflict that connected to you in some way, and that made you interested. Or, or one of the characters yeah. actually was able to. You were able to relate to mm-hmm. one of their one of their quirks. Like you, you and I have talked about this a lot with the way, why Marvel characters are so intriguing over DC characters is because that they you have you know you've got the Hulk who has anger issues. You've got Tony Stark who is a narcissist and's got a drinking problem. You've got Captain America who feels out of place. He's a lot like you, everyone has relatable. Yeah. Like it's you can actually go oh these are true like human psyche like I I feel they this. tried to do that with Man of Steel with Superman I feel like where he was like right. alone they because did yeah. he was so different and, and I do and, like Man of Steel I think yeah. my brother and I are like two of the only people I actually that was my favorite depiction of Superman yeah. do you do you like Superman in general I do not like him in general because okay. I, I can't relate to him at all right and, and that's uh, so Doug I just because he you know rails on how much he just doesn't like the character one of my Superman friends is a huge huge Superman fan and he he has a good argument his thing is that Superman is an ideal and a godlike figure that mm-hmm. humanity is supposed to strive for and that's how he thinks Superman should be portrayed and um, he feels like most of those DC characters they're not the compelling characters it's their bad guys yeah, yeah bad. oh for sure oh, they're, so, they're rogue yeah. their rogue gallery is yeah. insane it's and that's, so awesome and that's the mistake all these guys make when they make these DC movies they think like man we really want to 
you know, see a lot of Batman. The no, DC we actually want to. characters are overpowered. We, we were just doing a throwdown the other day where it was like, who would win a battle between this guy and this guy? It was like, on paper, their powers are ridiculous. I'm like, how do these guys ever lose? Well, well Mar- the Flash. We were doing the Flash yes. versus the Hulk, and it was like the Flash. The, the, there was no contest, and we we're like, wait a second, it's the fucking Flash. Like, yeah, it's like because he can technically like he's got his supernova punch or whatever oh, yeah. it's called. Like, yeah, the power or he the, can somehow like vibrate through matter, which oh, will yeah. destroy it. And I'm like. How does he ever lose? Well, I think my friend, and I'm pulling Justin's role here, he would argue that it's not that you know they're going to win, it's how they win that's supposed to be compelling. Mm-hmm. That sounds boring as and shit. And that they, <laughs> they win in like... Sounds like a text-based uh, computer game. It, yeah. it might. <laughs> it might. But I mean, that's that's ultimately what they're... And I think the problem they're going to have in Dawn of Justice is those guys are not compelling characters. I have nope. no interest in understanding Wonder Woman. Um, Batman's a sociopath. And I like Batman, don't get me wrong, but he's a sociopath. Yeah. And I think in Marvel, it, it's, it's worked because... They're their own worst enemies. It's not even really the bad guys. It's like, can these guys get their craft together long enough? And I think in DC, it's like... Can they get out of their own way? Yeah, and I I like that because that's pretty much what we do to ourselves every day. We we are our own worst enemies. But I hope Donna Justice is good. I hope DC pulls it off. I just am worried that it's going to be set fight versus set fight. It'll look awesome. And some part of my brain's going to be like, this is so cool. Yeah. (laughs) Thoughts on Suicide Squad? Uh, Actually, any of the DC movies. Because Suicide Squad, I'm excited for but I'm worried it's going to be like, hey, I'm Fire Guy. I'm dead in scene two. Yeah. Hey, I'm this guy. Yeah. I, I'm dead in scene three, and yeah. they're just gonna kill him off. Well, that's the thing I've had with so many of those uh, movies where there's so many characters. Like, one I of think the it's called. Ones... I think they should just call it Suicide Squad: The Expendables. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, really. <laughs> but that's what I'm worried about because it'll be like, okay, this guy's obviously gonna be in other movies, but they're gonna kill off half of them. Well, right, they right. have to because there's no way we're gonna have time to get all the backstory for no. all these guys. No. It's just not possible. No, there's no, no, too no. many people. Too many people. Look at all the characters they're introducing in that Donna Justice movie. Holy crap! Yeah. And it's like, you know, I think the first movie I watched where I really felt that was Blade 2, where they had, like, this uh, group of guys that were going to go fight these vampires. And as they were dying, I'm like, I just don't care. I'm not sad about like, this. They yeah. died, I'm like, oh, well, you know that guy that, maybe had three lines. movie did a great job of that was the original Alien. I thought that, did a, you know, you had, mm-hmm. like, six crew members, and you actually, the movie is so slow that you, whenever one of them died, you kind of were like, wow, I, you know, you may not have liked some of the characters right. sure. there, but it was, it was enough to where, like, it was impactful when they got killed. Oh, 100%. And that... Of course, Ridley Scott in that film, they basically just, the sense of isolation Mm -hmm. and everything. It makes you wonder how a crew of six people could pilot that goddamn ship. (laughs) That ship was enormous. That'd be automated. I I mean, with my fishing stuff that I do in the summers, I mean, we have a boat that we were able to survive with just a few of us. Yeah. Yeah, you spend a year getting the the points, you know, and and learning how to pilot one of those ships, and you're good. (laughs) Once you get the skill set and everything like that, you're good to go. About a year of just... (laughs) Again, that's far in the future where these people obviously have, you know, pods that allow them to do hypersleep and stuff like that. I'm sure we could assume that six people could pilot this massive ship. But that always kind of bugged me because you think it was a smaller one, but that thing's fucking huge. It's enormous. I'm like, these six people use this thing? to Okay, all right. But I like that because you got to know them all a little bit. Oh, they weren't just like, hey, I'm the token, whatever funny character. I'm going to die in scene four. Yeah. And uh, But that's my concern with some of the new... Uh, DC movies is that they're going to be like, hey, here's Wonder Woman, and you're going to see all these awesome powers. She's going to kick ass, but I'm going to be like, I know nothing about her. I have no idea why I should even care about her at all. I'm thrilled they're doing Wonder Woman. I just wish she wasn't in this movie because it's, this is Batman versus Superman. What it should be, this should be Man of Steel 2. Yeah. And they're basically skipping a movie. I think yeah. that's what they're doing. Because they're, they're to supposed to be doing, I think they got... Um Possibly the director of Mad Max Fury Road. To there's rumors that he's going to be uh, directing uh, something. I know something yeah. in the DC. I think movie. they were saying possibly Man of Steel two, and I'm like, wait, they're still doing a Man of Steel two? I think they want to eventually. But they're, I mean, I think and this is the business teacher in me. I think we're in the maturity slash decline stage of comic movies. 
Um, I don't think we'll ever see. Justin, yeah, no. you called that, didn't you? No, I think we are. And I think it's just going to take... Steven Spielberg says that, too. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's just I think we reached critical mass with Iron Man 3, actually. I think... Yeah. Uh, and then I think it's they're still going to make money, and we're still going to see good stuff. But I don't think you're going to see Avenger-level money, because you've already tapped out everybody that's going to want to watch them. So I'm just going to take one of these movies, I think, to tank, and then all of a sudden the studios will be like, uh... Yeah. Oh, uh, they'll start to freak out a little bit. Yeah. And, I, and it's just going to take one of them. I think Fantastic Four, they can write off as Fox just doesn't know what they're doing. God, that still bums me out because the trailers I saw for that initially, I was like, that looks interesting to me as far as Fantastic Four. Because Fantastic Four. And you're Four still, is... you're going back on it now? Oh, no. I, I think it's. You're still, you're still interested in it. I would like to watch it at some point. I don't point. really I know it's going to be bad. I don't really but... like the Fantastic Four characters that much, but I do think that it blows my mind that that movie was so bad and yet Ant Man had as many troubles as it did and it was fine. Yeah. And I think it goes to Marvel just makes Marvel movies. That's Fox true. Fox makes a bunch of movies. So I think yeah. when yeah. they bring their dream team in, they're just. Got... And they're all probably really talented at what they do, but they just make movies. They don't know how to make comic book movies. So I think when you, when you have a panic attack, and that's how their studios are able to deal yeah. with it. That's what's interesting, too. I heard this today uh, in one of my classes. Uh, I have a nerdy teacher, and he was saying. Right now, Marvel has actually held off on introducing any new X-Men characters. Oh, it's intentional. they don't want to give Fox right. the rights to any other new characters. You don't think it's... You don't, that's totally why they killed Wolverine off in the comics, and they've, can, they've canceled... Canceled Fantastic Four is canceled oh, yeah. altogether. They're totally trying to... Really? Oh, yeah. they, they, did that, out. they did that in, in, uh, in advance yeah, of the movie coming out, because they're like... They killed shit. Deadpool. Deadpool's dead in the yeah. Marvel comics now. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know they killed Wolverine they off. They Wolverine. Yeah. Marvel hates Fox. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's... Yeah. With a passion. Yeah, yeah. And they're doing everything they can to them and it's working though because if you look at it now like you know 10 years ago the x-men guys probably would have been and spider-man stuff would have been the most notable marvel but now it's guys like iron man captain america hands down and that's yeah. intentional they're trying to make you know awareness of their characters that they own and they're they're not selling comics yeah. Doing that. yeah and i think it's fine i think they're trying to probably choke that out so eventually they give up the rights and it goes back to marvel but by that time i think it'll be too late yeah i, I think i think we're definitely and it's not i'm not everything has to decline that's just the yeah, way it is sure. in business and i think I think we're about to get oversaturation, which I just want to get through Infinity Wars. And Same here. Yeah. And then I'm like, whatever happens. After 2019, I don't give a shit. After Infinity Wars Part 2, I don't care what happens. I'm just pumped I get to see that in a movie. Yeah. Because if you'd have told me when I was a kid that the stuff I read, I'd ever, I mean, I'd be like, nah, there's no You're way. I'm going to see this live action? Yeah, there's no way. Oh, there's yeah. no way, yeah. Based on the stuff we were like watching Goonies and things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. The, the Punisher from the 80s. Oh, like, God, yeah. that was no bad. Way. Or the original Batman. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is superhero movies. I'm, yeah, I'm super pumped for some of their TV shows too. Like the Daredevil show has been phenomenal. Yes. I am very excited for that to come Absolutely. back. Absolutely, yeah. Punisher is going to be, I think, a good fit in that format. Yeah. Punisher and the Hulk got to be the hardest guys to do movies about because the Punisher is insane, mm -hmm. and you can't watch a whole movie with a guy who doesn't change. He yeah. just straight up kills you. And the Hulk doesn't want to be a superhero, mm -hmm. and yeah. so it's kind of hard to watch a movie about a guy that doesn't want to be in the movie. Yeah, doesn't want to be the yeah. guy that you want to see. Right. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of like, oh yeah, he's whining again. I don't want to see him not be the, the reluctant Hulk. hero. You're like, yeah. oh good. I just want to be cured, and I can't blame him. I would want to be too, but as a viewer, you're like, I want to see you smash things. Right. Exactly. So and the Punisher Freak is out. never going to change. He has, he's he's like Batman in the sense that if you did a whole movie where Batman had no villains you'd be like oh this guy's weird <laughs> oh man this guy's yeah. weird this guy's yeah. really just beating the shit out of hey, people batman just just chill dude you <laughs> killed my parents all right no 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 no, no, no. I, I didn't yes you did all right we need to go okay but did, who invited him to the dinner but the, those dc guys just have good enough villains that that's how yeah and, I, and that's one of the reasons I, jesus I, look at jared leto as the joker i mean that's all people want to see suicide squad for if you didn't have jared leto 
I, and I that as no a Joker, I probably wouldn't. Want I'm pretty. To I'm pretty optimistic that he'll he'll do a good job. Oh, I'm sure yeah. he'll do wonderful. He and his crazy antics yeah. on set. That's the bonker shit he did. God. I can't believe he did it. That would be a terrifying role to have to step into, especially yeah. as a method actor. Yeah. You really have nowhere else to go. I mean, because Nicholson, I feel like was the, he hammed it up the most, and I thought he did a good job. I like the hammy version, and then, you know Ledger went full on psycho. Um, so I don't know. Do you go? You can't out psycho Ledger. So. Well, Ledger didn't seem quite as psychotic to me. He seemed more anarchist and more like mm-hmm. he was trying to prove his point where Leto seems yeah, psychotic. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. He Leto. seems more just like, I'm bonkers, batshit crazy Joker, which yeah. I'm curious to see how that plays out. Which that's what, remember, Volucci, you and I were talking about that. Yeah. Like, where we wanted to see, like, what, what happens when you take a man and you take you take away all the, um, uh, what's the word, all the ulterior motives of all, or all the, the uh, just the motives in general, and it's just insanity just for the sake of insanity it's like that player you're playing a video game with and they're not following the traditional rules and tactics and they're successful because no one anticipated this person just bunny hopping through the level and then stabbing you in the face with a knife and you're like that shouldn't work man you gotta play by the rules that, that guy doesn't play that by guy the should rules. play eve with us whatever that is <laughs> we would totally recruit him well Volucci told us a quick story about uh joker where he said there was a moment where he had like uh he had some civilians that were in danger and batman was trying to save him and then like uh the Joker like had him cornered real quick, and he he gave him a present. He's like, "Open it!" And he's holding a gun to his head. He's like, "Open the present!" He opens it up, and it just says something like some sort of joke comes out. And the Joker was like, "Ha ha ha!" and ran away. He's like, "The Joker was that just bonkers that that's just what he wanted to do." He's like, "Ha ha ha!" Jokes on you, and took off. How can you fight a guy like that? Right. And that's fucking terrifying. The guy that's like, "I don't give a shit." It's funny to me. Do you uh do you, speaking of that? Because I immediately thought you should just kill Joker. But do you think they're gonna do you think they're gonna continue the killing trend? With the DC stuff, you think they're going to have like the Justice League actually kill people? I mean, because they can't just one punch knock everybody out. Because the Avengers kill people, and they don't have any problem doing that. I mean, I mean, at the beginning of Age of Ultron, they murder like I don't even know how many Hydra guys. So yeah. do you think DC is going to do that? Because the DC fans got pretty pissed off about that Superman. Yeah. Do you think they'll continue that? I mean, they almost well, have it's interesting because you got Batman who doesn't kill people, and Superman's <laughs> probably not going to kill people anymore. So right. it's like, mm-hmm. well, if they're going to do like Darkseid and Brainiac and all these bad guys, I mean. I'm just I'm just throwing this out there. My friend Drew's probably screaming when he hears this, but don't they kind of have to kill these guys? I don't know. Uh, Will that be an interesting movie when they're like, "Ha ha, I tied him up and I knocked him out with my trank gun"? Do you think we'll? Well, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, it's it's that's going to be telling. I, I wonder if that'll be the the either the rise or the the fall of whether or not this movie does good. Well, again, if it puts him in that situation, like in Man of Steel, where you know Superman does kill General Zod, that completely was a completely tortured by a powerful moment where he's like, I have to do this to save people because he will never stop. Right. If I don't kill him, he will forever murder people on this planet. I have to do this. That had meaning behind it. So if you're in another situation where they're like, Obviously, there's a situation where you probably won't be able to murder someone. They're going like to do a- Dark Side. I think everyone kind of yeah. knows they're going to do that. So Dark Side is going to bring an army. Mm-hmm. And I don't think. They might just do the, these aren't human so they can kill them type thing. Which yeah. They might yeah. do that route. Yeah. Which, which is the cop out. Yeah. I think that's what they'll probably do. Yeah. They'll, they'll, like, be, they'll be the drones. Oh, it's an alien, so I can totally kill this thing. Yeah, the Chitari yeah. and things like that where you yeah. can do that and it's not that big. Yeah, Marvel, They're just bad people. We don't care here about them. Exactly. Marvel fans didn't get mad. I mean, the Avengers don't kill people in the comics and nobody like flipped out when yeah. Hawkeye's like shooting people in the face. And I'm glad <laughs> because, I mean, that's pretty realistic. Worked, if he was yeah. like, I'm going to use my knockout arrows on these aliens. <laughs> They got the big old fist on the end. Oh of them. God! Yeah. Ha ha! Just yeah. Suction but I'm wondering in if I was in, in the if you guys were in the writing room of DC, would, would you go that route, have him killed? I mean, do you kind of have to? I I would do. I think what Doug, I would I would make it one of those things where either you you know you do the cop out and you say, well, it's not real people. You're either fighting robots, or you're fighting aliens, or something, or you you make it to where it's it's this or 
complete annihilation. Or it's so the, the the enemy's so powerful that you can't kill them, but you have to send them to the Phantom Zone or something like, like that. Doomsday. I'm pretty sure Doomsday's in this Dawn of Justice, by the way. And yeah. You can't like lock him up. Yeah. So, but you technically can't kill him. Yeah, I know. I don't know what they're gonna do because I mean, you can't you're gonna knock him out and be like, "We've won." Put him in jail. I mean, these are the problems with DC characters. Yeah. And I, I, they're so they're too powerful. Yeah. Surprise! Yeah. They're overpowered. Yeah. So if, if we're sitting here in the writing room, like, oh man, I, don't, I mean, it would be hard with Marvel and stuff. You can be like, okay, we'll just make these guys their own worst enemies, and that'll be the compelling right. plot. But with Superman and them, they're all perfect. Yeah. So you have to make their bad guys awesome. But I don't know if you make them so strong, they can. Who's gonna fight the Justice League? Any one of those right. guys would curb stomp. I mean, you just, you're done. Yeah, but so they don't. You got Green Lantern. But they don't kill. Limited by the his imagination, right? You know, like, like I, I, I mean, I, I mean, let's just so ignore much. Superman because you know, he's unstoppable. But the Flash, holy crap, that guy's ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna do it. That, that's what I'm kind of worried about. Is I'm yeah, like, you know, it's a fan of big weight. This is, I don't know. How compelling is it going to be? They could just scrap it and make them all not perfect. They could do that, which I would applaud them for that. But the fanboys will just lose their mind. Yeah, so, it would not be good. So who do you who do you, who do you appease? The fanboys, or do you try to make longevity out of it? I don't know where you're at in the business cycle. I don't know if now you try to appease your hardcore fans because yeah. they're going to buy tickets or not. Yeah, gotcha. but time for the beatdown. I think it's time for the throwdown. Time now for throwdown. 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 Maybe with this throwdown, we just do. DC fanboys versus Marvel fanboys. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win? Who would win in a, a straight out like, oh, hold on here. Oh, look at that. She's, oh, look at oh, that. Oh, hey, Abby the dog. So, yeah, DC throwdown. Let's do that. Let's okay. do DC fanboys versus Marvel fanboys. And we're saying that they're basically going to sit there and, and they're fight now, to is, the death. Is it, a, is it a word debate where they're just like, where they're, where they're going at each other? I will say, in my experience, and this is huge generalization, DC guys so desperately want their movie universe to turn out because they're, they're not dumb. They know this is yeah. about to end. They're the guy to be the most defensive <laughs> people in the world right now. And the Marvel guys just rub it in. I mean, they're just, they're just like flipping them off. And in that, in that, because of that, I would, I would give it to the, the Marvel boys because it's, it's, they already have like the, the, the DC people are already on tilt. And so like, it's all they have to do is just, you know, what really, push pisses, them over. It really pisses the DC fans off. This is just my theory is the Avengers are the justice league. <laughs> no, they've done that. They've taken the best parts of the Justice League and they've turned the Avenger movies and they're heroic. They save people and all that stuff. And so if you're a DC fan, you're like, you son of a bitch. You know what I mean? Because that's really what they've done is Marvel's like, you know, let's just make them like the Justice League. And so as a DC <laughs> yeah. fan, you're just, I bet they're just, my, one of my friends, Drew, he loses his mind. Like, he has, he'll watch the Avengers back. That was a great Justice League movie. Bastard. <laughs> He's so bitter. Yeah. I would say that the Marvel fans have a, have a leg up because there hasn't been a bad Marvel movie yet. Mm. There's it, been, that's what relative. Say, less that's, good. Is that the term we're using? Oh, okay. We're talking like divisive. Like, Man of Steel was 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. People loved it or they hated it. Using, okay. Are we, okay. are we using Rotten Tomatoes as the. We could use that as a barometer. Like, I think the. What's the worst? Probably The Incredible Hulk, I think. Technically, yeah. was the lowest, and I, I would say. If I mean, ever, if that was was that actually Marvel Studios? That now? was the first. That was one of the first ones they ever. Okay, did. all right. You're talking about the the, the Eric, Edward, Edward, Norton? Edward Norton. Edward Norton. That's yeah, actually that, considered that, that one was. Okay. Yeah, that one I think did. The, Iron Man and those were the first ones they ever did. Yeah, so I think because I was going to give it to Iron Man three personally. Yeah, I didn't like. Critics liked it though. I mean, for you, that's why I asked about Yeah, yeah, that was which was kind of weird. But I would say in general, there hasn't been something that divisive. You know, where it's like, oh. They either loved it or hated it. You know, they've had enough goodwill that they built up. Whereas with DC, people are either on the fence or like, I don't know, man. It oh, could I think be critics shitty. are going to be super harsh going forward, though. I especially, think, especially yeah. if Zack Snyder's attached to it. Well, know? I mean, like Age of Ultron, you can like it or not like it, but I think it was a 
you've watched all these movies. We're just going to have fun for two hours and yeah. have an episode. And yeah. And so I think as a critic, they view it as a standalone movie and they're like, oh, this isn't very good. I'm like, well, no, you got to view it as yeah. we had all these serious the, movies. Yeah. So now they're going to have fun. And I think DC, they're just going to hammer them if they don't. And it, and DC still has something to prove. Yeah. And, I think, so. and uh, it'd be tough because, you know, you look at the way they're doing the frames and all, everything's so dark. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and then my friend, once again, I'm quoting him. Uh, he's like, that's not Justice League. It's always bright, colorful, and it's like <laughs> brooding, serious Batman all the time, you know? So, yeah. I would well, say then, Marvel fans probably would win. I right think here. Marvel fans would win too. There you go. That's the Marvel fans for the win. It's unanimous, guys. Hey, thanks for listening. Dave, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no. Okay. Well, guys, we have a Facebook page. Look for us, Mind Gap Podcast. Uh, like us. Uh, we also have a Twitter, at Mind Gap Podcast. And also, uh, check us out on iTunes. If you like what you hear, give us a review. Uh, it does wonders for us. Helps us move up uh, the ranks for people to find us. And also, on iTunes, it is Mind Gap. It's not Mind the Gap. Look for the uh, little brain on there that says Mind Gap. You can find us there. And Justin has a website. JustinStrandland.com. You can also find me on the Twitters and Instagram, at Justin underscore Michael. It's M-I-K-E-L. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Mind Gap. Podcast.